0: What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hensley, the Associational Mission Strategist for the Colin Baptist Association. And still hanging on for dear life in first place, half a game ahead of the Texas Rangers of the two-time World Series champion. Houston Astros, joined, as always, by Dr. Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman, fan of the second place Texas Rangers in zero time World Series champion. Ah,
1: That is true. Uh,
0: One strike away a couple of times, one out away, whatever. Anyway, Kyle, um, how are you doing? Because you have such great news to share because you are less than... Well, more than 24 hours away from seeing your bestest in the universe friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know, we'll we'll see. I have a lot of emotions coming up over that. (laughs) I'm, I'm about 24 hours away from leaving Lubbock and driving across the blessed state of Texas. To come see you actually that's not why i'm driving across the state of texas (laughs) i am coming to see you but then i'm doing an association event for the unity baptist association um steve brazel and um down at piney woods camp in southeast texas um so for those who are are unaware texas really is like its own country um because you have different regions with I mean, you've got the Gulf, which so you've got ocean. You've got mountains out in the far west. You have West Texas, where I am, where there is nothing, um, <laughs> cotton fields as far as the eye can see. Which means from a lot of the year, there's just dirt as far as you can see. And then then you have Southeast Texas, East Texas, where there's like actually trees and stuff. And uh, so I get to go spend a few days down there. Really excited about being with the Unity of Baptist Association and uh, getting to hang out down there this weekend.
0: Well, well, while you are traveling, there will be moments along the way, because as you mentioned, this is a nation, and it's one of the largest nations in the world. That's right. And, and uh, you will be searching for gas at times, maybe even a bite to yep. eat. Well, maybe, like, I still, you know, eat breakfast before you leave or something, and then we'll just do lunch, but... Anyway, you'll be searching for things along the way, maybe a little bite to eat, a little cup of coffee, whatever it is. But if you're searching for a college that will encourage you to live your faith, you'll definitely want to visit Texas Baptist College. At TBC, seminary-level professors teach classes that provide you with a biblical foundation. You will graduate with an education that prepares you for the ministry, the mission field, or the marketplace. So want to see how Texas Baptist College could be a good fit for you? Come to Preview Day on October 20th and see how TBC can help you find your calling. We encourage you to register now at texasbaptistcollege.com forward slash preview. Kyle, What yes. of the things that over now 25 years of ministry... I mean, you're I think, old. Something like that. I'm 39. Started when I was 16. Uh vocation.
1: Uh, that's that's oh. 33. Dang. 23. 23. <laughs> My math is not good. Dude, at 23. I was about to say, bro, that's awful.
0: <laughs> um, started when I was six. Uh, so uh over those twenty-three years, you know what I've never done? <laughs> I've never made a mistake. Oh, oh, okay. And I've never told a lie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so over the course of 23 years, I've made a few mistakes. I've left uh, a youth at Six Flags. <laughs> um, he deserved it. Kind of glad he was still there. Better him out there than on the, <laughs> with us. No, uh, uh, things like that. Um, I did a drinking competition. Yes, you heard me right. Where I gave a massive jug of Kool-Aid. No. A volunteer who happened to be the pastor's daughter. And I was doing a sermon on, you know, thirst and and you know, hungering and thirsting for righteousness, blah, 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 blah. And I made this saying about every time I say thirst, take a drink. And a few minutes later, uh, she puked everywhere. <laughs> um, our did you
1: ever do the gallon challenge with, with a jug of milk? No. Never did that? No. I never personally did it. I did have some students who, who took part in that. It was glorious.
0: No. Um, our youth pastor, Cameron Crow, who will be listening to this, uh, also injured a youth pastor's daughter uh, <laughs> when we did what would amount to like hungry, hungry hippos type with this massive tarp, covered it with all kinds of wet, weird mustard ketchup all of that kind of stuff and put something in the middle of said tarp and had people on four corners and basically they were supposed to run (laughs) and pick it up uh run or bear crawl i think it was bear crawl and just smashed her nose oh no body shoulder knee or whatever Uh, and so yeah that was great have, have,
1: have, have you ever injured a student in a game
0: no uh, well, no? beyond like I've hit them with the dodgeball. Really oh yeah,
1: yeah, sure. That. But but no, that, that's a given. Um, Most my of my first cute. my my first um, summer youth pastor gig, which is now twenty, it was summer of '03, so twenty years ago, um, I knocked a kid's tooth out playing softball. Now,
0: nice. Now, You're in my defense, one where we we talked about you having warning track power.
1: Yes, in in my defense, the kid was not wearing his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> which is an important detail in that story. But still, um, yeah, I, I hit a fly ball and he missed it and knocked his tooth clean out. Nice. Now, thankfully, it was so clean, they were able to just put it back in. But yes, clean out. Nice. It was fantastic.
0: Well, 23 years, 22 years, however long you've been at it, we've made mistakes. Yep. You that are listening to this have made mistakes. If somehow to this point you haven't, you will. And so today we're going to be talking about kind of what to do when you make a mistake. We're not yeah. going to talk about making a mistake and encouraging <laughs> you to do so. But knowing that you will, knowing that you have, knowing that you might even be in the middle of one, how do you respond <laughs> when you make a mistake? When there's something you overlook, when you miss somebody, yeah. whatever it might be. And so just to, we've, we've shared a few kind of funny ones uh, we've shared on the pod before uh, when we've talked about patriotic holidays, yeah. uh, that that's also something that this was some shared responsibility. Uh, <laughs> pastoring Mayhill Baptist Church, one of my very first Sundays, uh, and the one of the first baptisms that church had had in years at that point, actually two, our first two baptisms. Uh, and so I'd been there about a month at this point. I was driving back and forth at the time from San Antonio And coming up in about half of our stuff was in Carlsbad, I think. And that was where my mind was on this particular Sunday that just also happened to be Memorial Day. And I proceeded to lead that service like any other service. We sang three or four songs, probably 10,000 reasons four times. And then (laughs) I preached my sermon. I did my baptism. We closed it out. And that was it. Not a word was said about Memorial Day. Not a sung song was sung about America. Uh, not a pledge was pledged. Uh, anything, <laughs> nothing. No comment, no anything, nothing at all. Now, some people, the RPW friends that might be listening in are probably like, amen, good job. Matt. <laughs> uh, some of you know what happened uh, because you've been there or maybe you've overlooked it or you've tried to lead a church maybe away yep. from being a little too patriotic. Now why I said some shared responsibility. Nobody let me know that our church kind of became Six Flags Over Jesus when it was a patriotic holiday, where the sermon was patriotic, the pledges were shared, all of the songs were patriotic, all of that. Nobody decided, hey, we should tell Matt that. And I had come from churches that Really didn't do a whole yeah. lot for patriotic holidays. I would share it in a sermon illustration, stuff like that. Or lit stand if you lost a loved one. That kind of a deal. Sure. That was just all I ever knew. But i that doesn't really matter because I didn't know it was Memorial Day. <laughs> and so we completely ignored it. And I found out the next day that I was a demon crat. And <laughs> uh, that I was what was wrong with this country. Now, Bart would probably say yes to that. Um, I, I but would agree. With you court, would probably yeah. agree <laughs> and so forth. And now what do I do then? Do you dig in? Do you fight? Do you, you know, argue all of that? So setting that up, you've overlooked something, somebody's anniversary. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you forgot, forgot to, to open the
1: fellowship hall for a 90th birthday party, yeah. right? Something, something big. Very you, you, important.
0: Yeah. Uh, it happens. So what do we do? So, Kyle, let's talk about that. You mentioned not opening the fellowship hall for a ninety-year-old, leaving them out to die in the cold, <laughs> or as probably Alamogordo's says, thousand degrees, leaving them out. Uh, to that was just uh, an anyway. example.
1: That's not something that I've actually done. That was oh, okay, just a, that okay, was just an okay. idea that so I threw out there. Now I did a hypothetical let, that probably. Let, let me, let me share what I, I did do. This let me share what I did this summer. All right, so I'm no longer a, a pastor, but I am uh, I am on, on staff and. Um, a group of, uh, senior adults were having a movie night at, at our church. And so they've asked that someone from the staff just kind of be there to, to start the movie, make sure all the, all the technical stuff works. And, and this was my turn. Um, this was the night before I left for new Orleans, by the way. So I'm, I'm already thinking, okay, you know, I've got to get up tomorrow morning, early got a 6am flight. Like, um, and I thought, I legitimately thought I had put this thing in my calendar um, because the late uh, one of the, the primary leaders of our senior adult ministry, who also, by the way, was one of my college professors, okay, um, she had stopped me on Wednesday and said, hey, just confirming that you're going to be there to start the movie for us and get it all set up. Yes, ma'am. It's in my calendar. I'll get it set up. Matt, it was not in my calendar, apparently. Friday night, I am sitting on my couch eating dinner, thinking through everything I need to do to finish up getting ready for New Orleans. And Michelle goes, which is never a good sign when your wife gasps, right? When you're driving or anything else, it's just not a good thing when she gasps. And she goes, Kyle, you forgot the movie night. What movie No, no. Oh, no. So what had happened was um, the senior adults were there. They couldn't get it started. And they realized Kyle is not here. So one of them had texted her daughter, who texted Michelle, who then let me know that I missed it. So I'm flying through Lubbock um, as, as fast as I can legally go. Maybe, 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 maybe approaching Hensley speeds Um, get there. It's, it's about 10 minutes past when the movie was going to start. It's not terrible, but um, yeah, just one of those, like, you know, had to eat crow. Sorry, folks. I forgot. Yeah. 10 seconds. The movie started like, (laughs) so now I have one of those on my calendar again. And in the presence of this lady, when she said, Kyle, can you set this up for us? I showed her, I said, yes. And here it is in my calendar (laughs) with two alerts set right here. So, yeah, I mean, look, sometimes you're going to overlook big things and make mistakes, right? Sometimes you can overlook little things that can still, that can turn into big things, right? You overlook something small and somebody gets their feelings hurt. That can turn into a big thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Back when Kyle was a wee little man. Well, he's still a wee (laughs) little man because it's 5'2". Anyway, Sam Rayner wrote an article March 10th, 2017. Mm. Where were you in 2017? Um, I was in Alamogordo. Okay. That was pre-COVID, so that was really really like an an eon ago, right? Yeah. Well, what do you do when you make a ministry mistake? March 10th, 2017. You
1: blame someone else.
0: You blame someone else. Number one, <laughs> apologize with oh, an excuse. Just get it way no. off. Because so we're going to do, here's, here's four <laughs> things you need to do when you make a mistake. Number one, apologize without an ah. excuse. No ifs, ands, or buts. I'm sorry, but no. I'm sorry if, No, I'm sorry. However, no, all of those are wrong. Sam says those aren't apologies. Those are political postures. And so when you make a mistake, the first thing you have to do is just own it. Like I said, eat the crow necessary. I'm sorry. Period. Full start. Full stop. I'm sorry. And maybe how you have hurt them. All right. I'm, I'm sorry I missed it. I'm sorry I blew it. I'm sorry I this. Whatever. If your mistake involved just those ladies, apologize to those ladies. If your mistake uh, affected the entire church, apologize to the entire church. And so apologize without excuse. Kyle, why, why is it important not to follow your apology with a but or an if or a however? Yeah
1: so so often that shifts blame right back onto uh, oftentimes back onto the person to whom you are apologizing right so you know we see this a lot in in the political world and just kind of in, in life in general i'm sorry if people were offended right and really yeah. that's not saying i'm sorry for what i did that that's kind of saying I- i'm sorry that you know you're so sensitive that your your feelings got hurt so easily right yeah. so really that's putting it back on the person don't do that um and look, quite honestly, even if, like, like, like you mentioned earlier, even if there is some shared blame to go around, uh honestly, it doesn't do any good. Just, just own it. Just say, "I'm sorry." Um, you know, like I dropped the ball on this. I messed up. Um, and, and I like his his approach that you know, if it's fits to two people, apologize to them. If it's something that that involves the whole church apologize. And and look, I think we've both been there where in, you know, business meetings, we just had to kind of say, Hey, you know, we, we didn't, you know, I didn't handle this thing, right. Our committee didn't handle this thing, right. Sorry, we're, we're going to fix it. It won't happen again. Yeah. Most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, that's going to be the end of it. Right. If, if, if you can just own it and and say, look, I messed up, we're, we're going to learn from this and, and we're not going to make the same mistake again. Most of the time that's, that's where it stops. And, and I think you earn some credibility when you don't try to pass blame. You just, I mean, look, nobody knows, everybody knows you're not perfect. I don't think they expect you to be perfect. Um, but you know, that doesn't give you an excuse to, um, to, to not accept responsibility when you, when you've messed up in some way.
0: Yeah. Number dose. Uh, briefly explain why, and I think the emphasis is on briefly. We're ministers, <laughs> we're pastors, we like words, and maybe here's there's my no thirty words. point defense explain. of why I messed up. <laughs> we can kind of explain it away, and then we largely commit that excuse. Uh, yeah. So just briefly explain why, because everybody knows you make mistakes. Everybody knows you're not perfect. And, uh, you, you're not going to get a whole lot of sympathy when you just try to, you know, do this, right. It doesn't help your cause, whatever people are going to understand, but after you apologize, I'm sorry, full stop. Explain why like, Hey, I am sorry. I, in the case of Matt Hensley, several months ago, we had, uh, sold our building and we're preparing to, to move and we had ice that was coming in. And I was trying to load up all of my books. As you know, that's far too many. I know that doesn't exist for some people, but in this moment, it was far too many to load in a day. And so we kind of on a whim just went out and hired movers, got it taken care of and full stop, like we'd moved on. And I didn't follow any procedures of things that were over certain levels of expenses, all of that kind of stuff. And so that caused some consternation and things that I had to explain. And so my apology was I am sorry. I messed up. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. This is why ice was coming in. We had less than a day to get out of here. We were desperate. I did it. I'm sorry. Won't do it again. And that actually leads into the next one offer a corrective path forward in the future. I would like, you know, there to be a clear cut amount that I can spend over, above, whatever, without approval, that kind of stuff. So anyway, that is a simple example of somewhere where I've messed up, owned it, gave a brief explanation of why. This is why I did it, and I'm sorry. And move on. So, how in the future
1: I would appreciate if you would just blindly trust me with all major decisions. A hundred percent. Don't ask any questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the corrective path that that we would encourage. Just blindly trust. Just yeah. move we we're not in any issues in the SBC because of that. So, yeah, that's right. uh, Briefly explain why, Kyle. Why why shouldn't um, you camp there and and just explain and explain and and just yeah. give uh, give your thirty point defense, giving an exposition about why you did what you did
1: yeah I think that goes back to the first point right it 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 almost seeks to shift blame certainly away from you but but in some cases on to the other person you know, oh you know you just need to understand how busy i am and and that is a couple of things right that that shifts blame, but it also really devalues the person that you're talking to huh. it's you know of oh you know I, I had so much going on and and even if you don't say it, and I hope you don't but the the underlying um a uh, message there is you weren't really important enough to to be a priority here, right, so look, you know if you got distracted and so I'm so sorry, we had a birthday party this afternoon, and i I just overlooked it nice. usually that's enough, right? I mean, look like like I said you're busy, we understand that. I think your folks understand that they and and quite honestly, they want you to be busy, they don't want you to just sit around twiddling your thumbs for six days out of the week um but you don't have to get you, you don't have to present you know your um Alexander Hamilton level defense for why you did what you did just just explain i'm sorry this happened and and then yeah you you mentioned the corrective measures and this isn't gonna happen again. Like I said, when 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 the senior adult uh, leader approached me, I showed her, I'm putting this in my phone right now. Here are two alerts that, that are gonna let me know that it is time to to come and start the movie
0: for you. When when you offer that corrective path forward, which is number three, you're building trust. You're yes. you're building some accountability too. Uh, you know, he he makes a final paragraph where it kind of ties all of this together. If you're making the same mistake over and over and over, clearly. You haven't corrected anything. You haven't learned from your mistakes. That's that's when it does become a true failure of leadership. But if you make that mistake, you apologize and you share this. Is how we're going to try not to do this do this again, whatever it might be. Uh and so uh that's number three. We've kind of talked about that. Number four, man, don't dwell on it, bro. Yeah, you're not perfect, you ain't Jesus. Uh you make mistakes, and don't look back, man uh, move down that corrective path, move forward, move onward upward, all of that kind of stuff. Don't just keep looking back and wallowing on your mistakes, saying that you know some may even bring it up, all of that kind of stuff that's going to happen, but once you've owned it, it's time to move on right, right. so if somebody mentions it, Sam says a simple thank you is all you need to say uh you know when when we did the Memorial Day thing I mentioned, if somebody was to bring up like a patriotic holiday, hey, remember, uh, Independence Day is coming up. Or remember, Veterans Day is coming up or Flag Day or New Mexico Independence Day, whatever. Uh, like, thanks. Like, <laughs> like, great. Thank you for helping me not make that same mistake again and, and move on. Don't dwell on it. Don't worry about it. So, Kyle, uh, kind of wrap us up here. Why, why not dwell on it? Why, why not just stay stuck? in the past and how terrible you are of making this mistake of not opening the door for a little yeah, old I, her birthday party. So
1: where, um, you know, the corrective measures will build trust. This will deteriorate trust. And I was trying to think like, why, why would you keep bringing that up? You might have other people who keep bringing it up. Um, folks who <laughs> wrestle with bitterness. I, maybe in like a self-deprecating way. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to trying to wrap my head around why you would do this. Um, but look, you're, this was, this more than likely was not your first mistake. I guarantee it's not going to be your last mistake in ministry, right? So you're going to have other opportunities to own them, to apologize, to offer corrective measures. You don't have to keep bringing up past mistakes. um, You know, in in rare cases, like maybe it becomes a running joke. Oh, you know, better not get Kyle to start the movie or else, you know, we're going to be waiting on 30 minutes. Look, in in that case, laugh it off,
0: you know, but but yeah, let it go. Let it go. Because there was never this time. That at an annual meeting, somebody got up and just waxed eloquently (laughs) the leader during a question and answer time. Matt,
1: that was like five and and a half half years ago now at this point. Five and and a half years ago. still
0: remember it. We still dwell. That's one you can dwell on. Southern Baptists, dwell on that. Dwell on the day that (laughs) Kyle stood before the messengers in Dallas and preached a five-point exposition about why he loved an entity leader and then uh, was corrected before he even got out to his introduction <laughs> to ask a question. Now, hey, here's the fact: ninety percent of your people they've already forgotten to. They don't. Care. Yeah, that's right. They've moved on because they're
1: busy too. They have other stuff going on. They, they don't think about you twenty four seven.
0: No, this is a shocker to some. They don't. And you know, maybe that one person uh, the, that you left out in the heat in Alamogordo. Um, before a birthday and made it the worst birth, birthday in 90 years, whatever it might be. Maybe she remembers it, but most, most move on. You've got some critics that do, but man, you're going to make another mistake and give them more material. So it's okay. Like, just move on to dwell on it. Uh, and so mistakes obviously can have some varying degrees, how many people you affect. Uh, I like to, how he pointed out taking a big risk with a quarter of the budget is completely different than trying something small with just a few people. Like if you completely bankrupt your church, that's probably something that's going to- That that might be one that's
1: not recoverable after
0: that. Yeah, you might might own that all the way to the (laughs) employment line. Uh, But hey, I apologize, explain why. You know, you might even explain, especially if it's kind of in the right scenario, explain at a business meeting maybe how you're going to avoid that happening again, you know, with our operating board shared, you know, here's our, our kind of rails. So this isn't going to be an issue anymore. uh, All of that kind of stuff. It's going to sell all his books. So that will never happen again. (laughs) Yeah. My wife would like that because it's in our garage, but don't be afraid to make a mistake because you're going to, it's going to happen. Uh, You just need to own it, brothers and uh, and sisters that are listening in this. that might be uh, leaders in the ministry, too. So, Kyle, why don't you send us out? All right. I'll try not to mess this up.
1: Uh, Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the
0: gospel you declare. What's wrong with you people?